Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities, doing all kinds of jobs all over the United States. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. Good Good day, listeners. I am so glad that you are tuned in today. And I just want to make sure that you are aware of um, a new podcast platform that we have out there for you to listen to. And it's called our I Work For Him Power Pods. If you have not found it on your favorite um, I uh, podcast platform, here's an opportunity for you. Go out there and search on whether you're on Stitcher, Spotify, uh iTunes, any of those, this is an opportunity for you to go look for I Work For Him Power Pods. It's taking some of our highlight shows and really narrowing it down to some uh, shorter content so that you can listen to it while you're getting ready, working out, going to work, whatever it might be. But you can um, grab some great wisdom and knowledge from our guests each and every day by tuning into our I Work For Him Power Pods. Yeah, I'd love for you to check it out. Of course, you can, if you want any of that information, you can always go on our website, iworkforhim.com. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's anyone listening to the show today who hasn't grown a bit despondent because of the seemingly impossible to navigate healthcare system in our country. In fact, it's been such a mess now for almost a decade. Most of us have given up hope that anything will ever change. But now, the Cape Crusader of corporate healthcare sharing swoops in to save the day. Dressed in his red tweed cape, Tony Dale and his team at Sedera Health have developed a solution for companies and organizations that is biblically based and divinely designed. I joke about the cape, but you know, Tony is from England, so it had to be tweed. But for his passion for solving the issues of healthcare, so as to allow people to get the best of care at their own pace and based on their own choices that's driving tony and his team at sedera health to face 2020 with a plan to take over the world or, or maybe just help tens of thousands more with their health care tony dale the lord gave you sedera as a solution to combat the impasse in washington and the affordable care act welcome back to i work for him we can't wait to really hear what's going on well jim you're very kind and uh the Cape Crusader, I'm sure my family would love to see me dress like that. <laughs> the Cape Crusader of corporate health care. That's, that's what right. that's With a big old monogram on it. <laughs> Tony, in 45 seconds or less, how hard is it to rely on the direction of the Holy Spirit for revolutionary marketplace solutions? Uh, Jim, that's a, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> it was the, not the, even the, kind. The answer, the answer is, it's the easiest thing in the world, and it'll cost you your whole life. Mm. Wow. wow it's the easiest thing in the whole world that'll cost you your whole life what do you mean well you know obviously that that's actually at its core a really serious question you know how, how do we learn to follow the holy spirit uh jesus said in john's gospel that uh, i only do what i see my father doing uh, and, you know, all of us, as we read the Gospels, you know, those of us who love the Lord and really want to follow him with our whole lives, we we really want to be like Jesus. You know, what what does it mean to to only do what you see the Father doing? And, of course, Jesus told us the answer. He said, well, you know, it's better for you if I go. Uh, and 
to, to many Christians, that seems bizarre. Oh, no, surely if I had Jesus right here beside me or, you know, that that's kind of the praying people do. You know, Lord, you know, you lead me. But what we're really saying, at least in a theological sense, uh, because Jesus is in heaven with his father. You know, there is a man in heaven interceding uh you know on the you know right hand side of the throne uh and of course that that man is a part of the godhead that is is jesus he's chosen to limit himself so that he can send the holy spirit to be his representative within our lives and the holy spirit is able to enable us as it were to hear the lord's voice uh, jesus said my sheep hear my voice uh, and so learning to follow the Holy Spirit uh, is absolutely integral to a life in the kingdom. Um, uh, I guess it was in Romans 8, if I'm uh, remembering right, that it says, you know, as uh, many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. Uh, and so, you know, the word of God holds up to us, uh, can I say, a picture, a pattern uh, of the fact that each of us can be led by the Holy Spirit in a way that allows the the desire of the Father to be worked out through our lives moment by moment, day by day. Uh, so, yeah, this, this is a critical question. Mm, it is. So as you are um, living out your work, how do you practice hearing the Lord's voice and in, in hearing the direction of the Holy Spirit? Well, I like that word practice. Mm. <laughs> uh, That's so true. You know, th- there's a very, very famous little Christian classic called Practicing the Presence of Christ mm-hmm. uh, by Brother Lawrence. I think it was written in the 15th century or something. Yeah. Uh, and has helped, you know, just untold millions over the centuries uh, understand that we literally can practice the presence of, of Christ. Uh, and I began taking this seriously in my early days as a medical student. You know, in the pressure of medical school and just the busyness of life, uh, I, I began to realize that if I was serious about following the, the Lord, I literally needed to practice. I needed to, as it were, any time that my mind was going to be in neutral, I wanted it to come back to Jesus uh, and, you know, that that was in the very early days of the charismatic movement in England. Uh, I just recently been filled with the Holy Spirit and that had had an enormously powerful impact on my life. I was beginning to uh, explore and discover the, the, the reality of uh, of the, you know, supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom speaking in tongues or a prophetic word uh, and God began to impress on me uh, that you know the apostle Paul says uh, in 1 Corinthians 14 he says that he who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself uh, or in uh, the book of Jude I think it's verse 20 uh, it says therefore beloved building up yourselves praying in the Holy Ghost and I said, Lord, make me someone who uses this prayer language of the Holy Spirit all the time, who is grounded in this awareness of the Holy Spirit's presence. And Lord, I want to be built up in my faith, and I'm going to learn how to use this prayer language to always focus me back so that at that place where I'm not thinking about my work, whatever it is, I'm thinking about you. Uh, and for me, that's been my journey uh, towards hearing the Lord's voice in an ongoing way. 
Yeah, Tony, a lot of people think, okay, well, I get this at church, and I get this in my quiet time, but in the running of a national corporation, the Holy Spirit being involved in those Mm day-to-day decisions, yet that is how you've operated, isn't it? Well, the Word of God says God rules in the affairs of man, and how's he going to do that if nobody's listening? Uh, So absolutely, Uh, I I think it's absolutely essential uh, that we recognize that, you know, Jesus lived much more in the marketplace than he did in the synagogue. He was mainly thrown out of the synagogue. The religious people couldn't cope with him, but the common people heard him gladly. And I believe that's actually equally true now. You know, I'm in Austin, which is, you know, like, I I don't know, (laughs) Uh, shall we say a very liberal city in the middle of a very conservative state. Uh, But however you want to put that, you know, the presence of God, uh, the eagerness to know is God relevant is every bit as strong in Austin, not because people go to church, but because there's an inherent spirituality where people are saying, aren't there real answers? And the answer is yes, as we believers are open. What God is telling us uh, can impact the world that He's put us in. So, Tony, let's talk about that. Um, you know, I would think that there's a lot of listeners that are kind of leaning in and thinking, "Well, how it, how often do you go to Holy Spirit for solutions in your work? How what does that look like for you? Kind of walk us through it so we can we can better understand how it might apply for us." Well, let me try to do that, and and I think the easiest way for me to illustrate that is to actually go back to my uh, sort of clinical medical days when I was looking after patients. Mm-hmm. So before I went into the office, uh, you know, for my uh, uh, sort of uh, time with patients in the morning or in the late afternoon, uh, I would pray through my appointment list, and I'd say, Lord, you know, I'm, I'm going to see sort of Uh, 20 people over the next two and a half hours. Uh, I don't know where any of those people are, Lord, but you know them. Uh, You know what's going on in their lives. Help me, Lord, to be sensitive so that if I get some sort of prod to ask an unusual question or whatever it might be that is going to open up conversation, I want to be open to that. Uh, And lo and behold, you know, I would find often because I was praying and that was the anticipation uh, that maybe a casual comment uh, would just suddenly open doors that I hadn't expected uh, with that patient and into their lives to try and help them. Okay, it's it's really the same principle here. Uh, if we're living moment by moment, day by day, in God's presence, and we're learning how to really bring everything to him, then it isn't that you have to be thinking about God and, you know, in every conversation asking yourself, well, what would Jesus do? No, I don't think it's like that. I think it's much more natural than that. It's it's in the ordinary everyday having that expectation that the Holy Spirit's prompting these rivers of living water that Jesus talked about in John 7, Uh, And, you know, it says there on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink, for out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Now, this water flows constantly. And so if we're allowing it to flow constantly, all of a sudden, 
you you say something which is to you is just casual it was just normal it's just an ordinary part of the conversation but in god's hands that little phrase suddenly opens up a door it brings a thought it uh, brings a response from someone and all of a sudden you know you're in the middle of a god moment hmm. am i making sense you are and i want to just kind of drill it down to one one idea there for our listeners is the fact that it could have been that it was listening for something that had to do with their medical needs, but it could also have been emotional needs, spiritual needs, um, a business decision, uh, all kinds of different things that could have come up, right, in those conversations? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, let's underline here in this context that that's equally true in the business sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of a time when I was speaking with one of our vendors uh, and uh, I, I, I just said something like, oh, you know, something you've just said gives me the sense that uh, you're finding yourself under a lot of pressure at the moment. Uh, and what literally happened was he began to cry and talk about what was going on in his marriage. Oh, wow. Cool. Wow. Yep. And nobody else maybe would have ever opened that door, but you gave him that opportunity that he needed. So, and we can live that out ourselves. Absolutely. All right. But Tony, okay. uh, Joshua, when he was fighting the battle of Jericho, spent a tremendous amount of time in in orchestrating, strategizing how they were going to take down Jericho. The battle went exactly as they planned and, uh, and they conquered the city. Then he was, goes on to his next battle, and he doesn't take the time to pray and seek the Lord in that battle. He kind of takes it for granted because he'd worked so hard the first time, he figured he already had it figured out. And then, of course, the battle at AI went very poorly, and they found out that, that some bad things had gone on in Jericho. Isn't the same thing true at work, when things are intense, like he's searching for new leadership, he's searching for new employees, you, you spend a lot of time when you're on your knees and saying, Lord, tell me what you want me to do. Show me the person you want me to meet. And you get through it. Do you ever find yourself, after one time of going really, really hard at it with the Lord, that sometimes you take it for granted and, and don't seek him? You just kind of use your gut and go. Well, Jim, uh, of course I find myself in that situation, and uh, sometimes it takes falling flat on our faces uh, for the Lord to remind us, well, you could have invited me in, Mm. Uh, and I I think this is an ongoing, uh, yeah, this is very, very much a, a constant learning experience, but I guess what I want to hold out as a real possibility is God does want to lead us. Uh, and none of us are perfectly following him, but there's no reason why we shouldn't try with every part of our being. So as you've sought the Lord for Sidera Health in 2020, and you said, Lord, what do you want us to do? How do you want to change? Do you want, what do you want us to change? What is it the Lord's got in, in tune for you guys in Sidera Health as you impact healthcare decisions across the country through corporate healthcare sharing? Well, Jim, that, that's a, an incredibly perceptive question, and uh, you and many others would know that uh, we've had a lot of regulatory activity 
uh, directed towards the Christian healthcare sharing ministries, and so indirectly uh, towards us, even though we're, we're not one of those ministries, we're working in a very similar, what we call the medical cost-sharing space. Uh, and I feel like the Holy Spirit's been giving us incredible wisdom, uh, how we move from some of the challenges of 2019 into the glorious opportunities of 2020. So what's the Lord showing you about your approach for this year? Well, that you're willing to to disclose. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm trying to think what I'm willing to say. Let's just put it this way. God gives me great confidence with God. All things are possible. Okay, so in 30 seconds, just tell people how does Sidera really work? At least get started. We'll pick it up after the break. Go ahead. How does Sidera Health work? Well, it works by providing a very simple way for people and companies on a large scale to literally share in each other's medical costs. And so we provide a completely different alternative to the insurance model, uh, but a non-insurance trust in each other sharing community that is handling millions and millions of dollars of medical bills. Mm. I want to get a little sneak peek into Sidera Health for 2020. What kind of improvements are you hoping that you get to make in, with Sidera in 2020? You know, 2020 is shaping up from our perspective, <coughs> excuse me, as uh, a very powerful time of change. Uh, we have an enormous amount going on on the technology front. Uh, we've actually just uh, made a uh, an exciting uh, additional hire into the team at a very senior leadership level. Uh, and there are so many technology projects going on which undergird the efficiencies when you're growing as fast as we're growing. Uh, your listeners may or may not know that in uh, 2019, we were told by the Austin Business Journal we were the most rapidly growing small uh, company in Austin. Uh, and in fact, we don't even fit in their small company category anymore. Uh, and this sort of growth needs a strong technology undergirding. A big chunk of that is tied up with uh, how we're developing the sense of community. Uh, when, when you have thousands, tens of thousands of people scattered all over the country, how do you build community? Uh, not just an awareness that people's medical bills will be shared, uh, but an awareness that people care, are engaged, are really thinking about how they can make the community itself stronger and healthier. Uh, the, these are exciting things that we're eager to work on. Uh, we have opportunities with, with groups and associations that uh, are beginning to touch far larger numbers than uh, we've ever touched in the past. So uh, there's change in the air, and we're very excited with the improvements that are coming. Mm. You know, that's so great to hear. And it kind of ties into what I want to hear about next is you and uh, Jamie Lagarde, as you lead Sidera there, you have an amazingly special culture, one that really values the employees and the customers um, personally and in their health. So what kinds of things are you hoping that you'll be able to perpetuate with that in that culture in 2020? Uh, again, uh, there's so much that we want to do in that culture. One of the things we've really focused on in 2019 was the internal culture mm. because we knew the internal culture would shape the broader Sidera community, all of those people that we serve. Uh, so absolutely, we are working on that. Uh, and we're looking very 
very intensely at how do we take uh, this sense of all belonging, uh, of having each other's backs, of working and enjoying working with each other. How do we take that out and make it the normal among all of our members? Uh, how do we take personal responsibility for health, uh, which is key? If you're going to mm-hmm. contain medical costs, you need people engaged in their own health care decisions. So how do we get out there uh, something that completely changes the normal status quo? Oh, someone else is going to pay my medical bills, so I don't care what they are. How do we change that mindset uh, for tens of thousands of people? Uh, so these are the types of things that internally we experience, and then we look for wisdom how to take it out to the whole community. You know, all of doing all of that and, and dealing with rapid growth and maintaining culture, I mean, that, that's like a, it's, you're chasing it all the time, I'm sure. How will you make sure that Sidera's reputation as a phenomenal company with a great reputation based on a biblical worldview will make an impact on your industry this year? 30 seconds. Well, you have to have a culture of continuous improvement. So, for example, our rate of people who leave the program is very low already. But I heard Jamie just the other day say, but we're aiming for zero. And that's it. We don't want anyone not so fully satisfied that they wouldn't stay with us indefinitely. That is a high goal indeed. Tony Dale, we want to make sure people know how to get a hold of Sedera online, sedera.com, S-E-D-E-R-A.com. You've got room for more customers, correct? <laughs> uh, we would probably find room to squeeze in whoever chose to be a part of this great community. Very good, Tony. Thanks for sharing your heart today. Thanks for being on I Work For Him. All right, you've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work for for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I work for him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.